Well, I'm Chuck Bowen with the Lawn Care Radio Network and editor at Lawn and Landscape Magazine. And I have here with me today Todd Mayhew from Valent Professional Products. Todd, can you tell our readers what your, uh, what your responsibilities are there? Yes, I'm the uh, Regional Field Development Manager for the Western United States. And additionally, I'm the uh, technical lead for Arena Insecticide. Excellent. Well, Todd, uh, every couple of years you guys convene a conference of leading researchers in the uh, turf grass field, and you guys recently this summer had had that conference. Tell me about who you brought together and, uh, and what you guys talked about. We brought together uh, leading turf researchers uh, from various disciplines around the United States, uh, entomologists, plant pathologists, and, um, and weed scientists. And really, we give them a venue to uh, to discuss what's going on with regard to turf grass science and some of the the issues and challenges they face, both as university uh, employees and some of the challenges that the budget cuts and so forth uh, have caused. And then also talking about what's new with regard to turf we uh, turf science. That's got to be a very fascinating couple of days to spend with uh, with some of the smartest minds in turf. What kind of hallway conversations were you having there? What what sort of the buzz from that group of people? Well, the, the, the topics that primarily dominated uh, all disciplines was, you know, the unusual, unusually warm spring, and, and even from those uh, attendees who were from the deep south or mid-south areas all the way up to the northeast, uh, we all experienced a, a very unusual spring, and that's kind of played havoc with the traditional timings, be it for weed control, disease management, and insect control. Sure. Can you give us any specifics on, on what they're seeing or, or how a lawn care operator might deal with that? Any advice from that community? Well, you know, rather than going on calendar basis, as is, is, uh, is kind of the plan, I know uh, uh, LCO companies generally have these, uh, these calendars and so forth that they use as to when they want to get technicians in the field and so forth. But there always has to be some flexibility based on weather patterns. And, uh, for example, in the, in the Mid-South this year, a lot of people were caught off guard with uh, trying to get their pre-emerge herbicides on in a timely fashion to control goosegrass and crabgrass and those kind of things. Um, some of the researchers from uh, from Georgia, for example, were seeing uh, crabgrass sprouting in, in um, you know mid-February rather than the more traditional mid-mid-March to late-March uh, timing. Sure. Well, I, I think uh, I think too it's interesting um, to hear from them about the cuts in funding and and what that's going to mean for guys in the field without that sort of technical base at the university level. What can you tell us about that? Well, that's one of the things that they're they're really trying to overcome the economy the way that it's been. Uh, it's affecting university funding. The individuals there were having to shoulder more of the burden for their technical staff, be it their technicians and so forth. Uh, they're finding it increasingly difficult to uh, to get the the money that they need to get research done. So they're really trying to find creative ways of of, um, of carrying out their extension based activities to you know provide the industry with the state of the art research uh, that they've been doing trying to, to you know find ways to partner with with um, companies other industry supporters and so forth be able to uh, to fine-tune their message and to get it out as efficiently as possible sure what else did you glean from that conference what did you learn yourself you're, you're an entomologist by trade uh, that's correct I am uh, my, my graduate level training was in entomology but uh, I do also I do work in weed control and disease control uh, since Valen participates in all those markets. Mm -hmm. What did you take away from the conference? What was the most interesting thing you learned while you were there? Well, uh, several things. First, there's been a, a continued focus on you know how we manage pests with regard to uh, irrigation restrictions. And while this hasn't been really a, a topic of concern for most in the Midwest, as 
many, uh, especially lawn care operations, rely on uh, natural rainfall. In the southeast and the western United States in particular, uh, there's been ongoing uh, issues at various times with regard to water rationing and so forth. And it really limits uh, the flexibility that people have to deal with, with you know, problems after the fact. When you're talking with um, uh, any turf uh, pest, be it a weed, a disease, or an insect, what you really don't want to do is have the turf get damaged. And once that occurs, of course, you've got to, you've got to fertilize it and you've got to water it. Well, you know, what happens in those situations where watering restrictions are in place and you really don't have that option available, it actually puts more pressure on, uh, on the pest management side to be a bit more proactive and, and to, you know, increase your scouting and so forth and make sure you've got uh, the right pests identified and then are using the right tools at the right time to manage those pests. Sure, sure. I mean, especially this summer with, uh, with the extreme heat, which we'll get to a, a little bit later, it's a tricky balance for a lawn care operator because you want too much water, you're dealing with, you're dealing with fungus and, and other diseases, and then dialing it back to, to the conditions many guys are seeing in the field now, you've You've got not nearly enough, so you're dealing with all kinds of other pressures. What um, what do you recommend, and, and what are you seeing out there in the West that that lawn care operators have adapted? How they've adapted to this kind of situation? Well, uh, they've uh, the the, the uh, turf researchers have uh, just, you know talked to many lawn care operators, and a lot of them are starting to get in, getting into irrigation audits and so forth, and they're finding that as a, a crucial first step. Uh, to making sure that your customer's irrigation system is actually doing what they think it's doing. You know, they, they talked about a lot of people who, you know, assume that they've got, say, a chinch bug um, hotspot in their lawn, when in actuality, you know, St. Augustine grass lawn in Florida, for example, when in actuality they've, they've got a, a sprinkler head that's partially clogged and that's just not gearing, getting irrigated uh, that well. And, you know, from a pest management perspective, uh, you can do a great job in putting down the tools and so forth, but if you, uh, if you don't have that irrigation system dialed in, correctly, it really help, makes your job a lot harder with regard to giving your customer a good-looking lawn, which is you know, what they're hiring you for. So they're saying that a lot of companies are starting to get it more into the irrigation uh, auditing business and, uh, and actually irrigation repair business and, and looking at, um, at, at some of the new tools to be able to uh, you know, help their, their, their customers get the best irrigation system that they possibly can. Great. Well, uh Todd, any, any final thoughts uh, from that you got out of that conference or anything else you'd want to share with our listeners today? Well, the, you know, the good news is that, um, that companies uh, like Valent and others are continuing to do research with a focus on turf, and so there are actually a lot of new tools coming to the marketplace over the next five to six years you know, from Valent and other companies. Uh, they talk quite a bit about some of the new products that, that are coming down, but the, the good news is that there are you know, an ever-increasing list of tools that lawn care operators will have to uh, to meet their clients' needs of uh, outstanding pest management with minimal environmental impacts. Can you share any of those with us today? Well, I mean, they talked about quite a, a depth and breadth of them. They, you know, some of the uh, the products from uh, from Dupont uh, that, that have come on the marketplace, the the acelaprin-based insecticides, and, and some of the things that they offer, with, especially with regard to caterpillar control. It was more of a focus on uh, on golf course turf. Uh, there are a slew of new fungicides coming out. Uh, from from other manufacturers that uh, you know that that offer different spectrum of controls and, and incorporate some uh, some uh, turf health management. Um, uh, Valent, we've moved our our tourney product into the the, uh, the landscape or lawn care market in a in a big way over the last couple of years, focusing in on brown patch and tall fescue, for example, and in a myriad of, um, of ornamental diseases, which allows lawn care operators, you know, for those who are focused on lawn care and landscape use one fungicide as, a, as an example of some of the new things that we're, we're talked about.
Great. Well, Todd, thank you very much for taking the time today. I, I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Once again, I'm Chuck Bowen, editor at Lawn and Landscape Magazine and the Lawn Care Radio Network, speaking with Todd Mayhew from Valent Professional Products.